Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about best practices. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, are software engineering best practices just developer preferences? Yes. But I think that um, it's a, it, it, maybe I would sort of massage that uh, that perspective a little bit. It's uh, developer preferences. Yes, a, a big part uh, of it is a preference, but there's a little bit of a warning or experience or life lesson into the whole thing. It's not just a preference because to me, the you know defining a preference is more. I have a personal de desire to do something in a certain way. I may not necessarily have a good reason for that preference, but it is what I call it, it's what feels right for me. It's sort of like saying that I have a preference for the color blue, but that doesn't really make any sense, right? Why would I make it a, why would there be a best practice to say that the color blue is the nicest, right? That doesn't make sense. But if I, on the other hand, said that, you know, I have a preference for, I don't know, Shopping wood, uh, uh, um, placing my the log that I'm going to split with my axe a little bit above ground so that I don't hit my foot with the axe or something like that. That is a preference that I have, but it is something that has meaning. It has a purpose uh, because I've hit my foot so many times or something like that. If that make, I hope that that sort of makes sense. Like there is a reason why you're doing this because you buy experience or failures or insights or something like that. It doesn't always have to be that you actually fail, it's just that you see the risk in doing it in some other way. You have a preference for wearing protective goggles when you're working with tools or stuff like that. It's just a prudent choice or something you're doing in order to to secure some type of outcome, right? And so that's the way that best practices are supposed to work, which is where it gets a little bit difficult for people who don't know so much or who, who don't really... Well, it's not really that they don't know. Well, it is that they don't know. It just takes time to figure it out. Where You've heard me say a few times now, I hope, uh, that the problem is what the problem is, and the best software developers are what I call problem-oriented. They understand the problem that they are solving, and they understand that their technical solutions or documentation or whatever they're doing is just a, it's just a tool, it's just a way to figure out how to solve that problem. And if you have a different sort of price, if you, the problem determines what the good solution looks like. And so, I mean, depending on the problem, and some problems are solved best with code, some problems are best solved by a conversation, some are solved by, you know, building a machine or something like that. There's tons of ways to solve an issue, right? And if you focus more which is difficult for a lot of, especially in the beginning, because people are so excited about learning how to code, because the mad it's sort of, as I said, it's sort of like magic. And you can imagine what would have happened to our world if magic was introduced. A lot of people would just be doing weird shit with magic, which they are doing with code, by the way, uh, because they just, they're excited about magic itself. It's sort of like mathematicians nerding out about math. They are trying to use math for everything, not because it might make sense, but because they find the process of creating mathematical form formulas fun and engaging. And software developers are no different. And so a best practice is supposed 
to be something that you sort of have figured out that if you follow this pattern of working or if you do things in this way there will be some type of benefit and this benefit is a common repeat, uh, repeating uh, pattern or solution or mitigation of a risk or a problem or an inconvenience of some sort. So sure some people will call it a preference but it really depends on how you want to define it. As a silly example, some people have a, if we talk now, I'll usually, I usually reference everything to JavaScript because most people know JavaScript, but in JavaScript an ES5 function and an ES6 lambda for example or closure depending on how you want to, which terminology you want to use, right? Some people have a preference for one or the other some will say that well the ES6 function is like it's the standard or like it's the new way of doing things and ES5 is sort of older so forth so that's my preference if the preference is the, that is just a preference that you have one over the other not you, you don't really have any real strong motivation in that instance or based on my explanation you don't have anything besides that it's newer as the preference so why is that a best practice well we can discuss why, why you would consider that a best practice, but for example, the people who are aware of that the, this keyword in ES5 functions has a slightly different behavior from when you're dealing with ES6. Then you all of a sudden, you can sort of, maybe let's talk about best practices. You can talk about that there's a preference for say ES6 because it's notoriously difficult and like causes actually, it, it is not that uncommon for this keyword con to come and bite you in the ass if you misuse an ES5 function. So you could call that a best practice, but then we go into say ReactLand where you know when you're defining a JSX element, well I mean, I was taught when I started that the best practice was to just declare an ES6, 5, uh, ES6 function and then use the, if we're using TypeScript for example, uh, to say React FC or something like that and actually just do it that way. But then the other day my coworker said, well no, actually a new best practice is to use ES5 functions here. And I asked why. Well, because it's it's less uh, it's more difficult to define a React component or a JSX element with a uh, generic if you use a five uh, ES5 function, or like it's easier to do it that way. And so now that's a different best practice. So the it is really just a preference, but the, it, the best practice, its intention is always that there's a meaning, there's a reason more than I just like to do it this way behind why you're doing something. The trick is, as I said, if we go back to the problem-oriented stuff, is to figure out which best practice is addressing the problem that you care about because if you just follow all of them you're gonna create a really shitty code base because it's sort of like saying that spices are a nice thing to add into a dish so let's add all of them well if you add all the spices you're gonna have a pretty shitty meal so what I want you to take away from this is that yes best practices are at the end of the day just a preference that software developers have for doing things in a certain way but it's not usually arbitrary it's usually uh, there's usually a motivation behind why we call something a best practice and the trick is <clears throat> 
to always understand why the best practice is useful and whether or not it makes sense for your specific situation to use that best practice because trust me I've done this more than once when you try to just follow all of them you end up with a really shitty codebase. I promise you, you're gonna end up with a shitty codebase. You have no idea how many fuck-ups I've had in this area. I've had like seasoned veterans just look at me and go, dude, your, your, your code is just weird. And I just defend myself, but I, feel I followed all the best practices. As I said, when you do that sort of thing, it's an indicator that you, you don't really understand the problem that you are solving. You're just doing something because it's someone on a blog or in a book said that this is a best practice. But you have to understand why you are doing things before you just throw up your hands and say, this is a best practice, therefore I should be doing it. Have a great day.